0: Free tote bag where radical vulnerability meets dick and fart jokes. My name is Audie.
1: Wow. (laughs) An intro that tells you about the show. I'm Donovan.
0: For once ever in the run of this program.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're gonna let's go fucking all business then. We told you what the show's about. Let's tell you what the guest is about. (laughs) (laughs) Please do. I'm I'm, I'm very intrigued. Do do you like a
0: yeah, do like an Ira Glass like, from the illustrious, you know what I'm saying?
1: From the worst of all possible worlds podcasts, we have the one and only AJ, welcome. It's
2: uh, wonderful to be here. I uh, <laughs> want to brief you both today about a story that I heard about uh, basket weavers <laughs> in Minnesota who are fighting against the patriarchy uh, one <laughs> stitch at a time. Why is I'm your Ira Glass, Glass so good? And That's this incredible. is American Life. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah no, that's one of the few I have. Hello, Lock. thank you so much for having me. I Anything else you want Ira Glass to say, I'm more than happy to say it. Uh, I am such a huge fan of the show and of the two of you, and I'm so oh, glad Glass. to be here to talk Glass. relationships and things, uh, but also to perhaps... Uh, reveal a, a a little bit of a shocking fact. Uh, Donovan, I did not reveal this while you were on our program because I wanted to save it for yours. Uh, oh, shit. It turns out that vocally, you have a nearly identical voice to an extended family member that I do not get along with very oh, well. Oh, no. And who is a very conservative man who oh. has very deep, horrible politics. No. And I was wondering if you could just say these things for me <laughs> in in just your normal speaking voice. I think it would go a long way towards helping me.
1: Absolutely, I can do this. I mean also though, I didn't realize that uh Evil Donovan was part of your family. That's crazy that mm-hmm, we're kind of mm-hmm. related in that way. Yeah.
2: You, know, let's, you let's are you are this. the you are you are like uh, he is the wa version of you. He is yeah, wa Donovan.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Fuck you, uh, Donovan. There's only <laughs> one Dono in this town. Okay, let's bring in uh, AJ's family member who sucks. Uh, we flew him all the way here. He just had a quick message to read. Uh, here he comes. Hey, it's me. is <laughs> <Family laughs> not so great. Hey, I just, I just came by to say uh, trans rights are human rights. The mm-hmm. election wasn't stolen. I'm so proud of you, AJ. You're my favorite nephew.
0: I don't know what I was expecting when you ran this bit by us. This was not it. It's very strong. It's very good and strong.
1: Here's here's
2: what I'm going to say. Um, I I did this as a bit, but I did actually get a little emotional, and I was not oh. anticipating that. So uh, so thank you, thank you, Donovan. That was very that was very sweet. Uh, thank you for indulging me. Um, AJ, if
1: you subscribe at the one thousand dollar a month tier, I will come and kill your uncle and replace him uh, <laughs> seamlessly in the family. And we will spend all of thanksgiving dinner with me just being like oh aj is a good kid (laughs) i got a good head on his shoulders i love his politics
2: a brutal murder was committed in california (laughs) just earlier today and a human being replaced uh a member of aj diddy's extended family
1: i'm ira glass this is this american death beautiful Dan, that's fucked up, though, to have a voice doppelganger who sucks. That's a bummer. No, but you are bringing light and life and joy to the world,
2: Dono. You are like, you are everything he's not. And I feel like your presence, and especially your public presence, uh, in a way that he does not have, is actually bringing, uh, you're like saving the voice, basically. Nice. Yeah.
1: I'm redeeming the 20 years of cigarette smoking voice for all mankind. <laughs> <laughs> In- Congestion oh, man. and whatever else plays into this this crusty crust I got on my on my vocals.
2: Oh man, it's it really is a shame that You were not around for like any of the Red Deads. Like, there could be so many like possibilities for like a non non binary cowboy in those games. It'd be so so cool. And you know, some of those cowboys in that game might be non binary. I don't think we go into like full details on on everybody in Red Dead, but uh, I mean, it seems built for it. It's a beautiful. I
1: I want to be a Thembo cowboy when they make (laughs) Red Dead 3 Rockstar. Call me up.
2: You will, you will. You would record it and then you would not know about it for like, uh, you would not see it for like eight or nine years uh, and would not be able to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, When Red Dead 2 happened, every single improviser in New York City is in that game and they could not talk about it for eight years. And it was the hardest thing that as a community they had to deal with. I mean, besides, you know, all the rampant corruption.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I couldn't keep that secret. I would have lasted about a week Mm. and then been sued or whatever happens when you break a contract.
2: Uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Audrey. I interrupted you.
0: Uh, please. Oh, I was—it's gone. But I have something oh, I <laughs> want to say. <laughs> What's she got? So uh, I want to segue. I had a very good weekend. I had a, yeah, a fun did. weekend in the city of uh, Chicago, the windy city. Woo, oh, yeah. city angels, baby. Had a time.
2: Yeah, Big uh, Apple.
0: Spent uh, spent some time with friend of the show, uh, Lotion Wizard from uh, X.com. Uh, no,
1: no. Am... Twitter.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's Twitter.
0: <laughs> I, am, uh, I just wanted to say I am responsible for a skeet that they made over the weekend. Ooh. Uh, I said the words legalize improv, which they immediately decided oh, needed to be good. on the internet. It got zero traction. Uh, so I think no! the problem is not the size of my account. I think the problem is my content. So.
2: <laughs> so okay we're gonna make this happen uh listeners of this podcast please uh retweet please tweet out with yeah, the hashtag go- uh legalize improv
0: bluesky.com uh at go go there and, <laughs> and re and re-skeet the uh the recent skeet that says legalize improv to improve my stats
1: on, yes, uh, on
0: her timeline
1: recent skeet that has a good ring to it recent Mm -hmm. skeet it's like cellar door it is it's the new new most beautiful phrase in the english language just dropped
0: recent skeet and it has the word skeet in it
1: and that's the most beautiful part of all say it now before it crusts (laughs) (laughs) i uh i had a pretty good old weekend too we talked about it on the last week's episode. I went home to visit my folks. That was very nice. I met up with a, an old ex and friend of mine, and that was very good. And then oh. I drove a real long time, and I was exhausted, but I got to see Audrey for a little bit when I got back, and we was dope. loved that. Uh, I did also see three of the greatest license plates I've ever seen. Would you like to hear about them? I would love
0: Absolutely,
1: to. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so there was a one-two punch. Of, uh, I don't think this was a vanity plate. I hope it was, but I don't think it was. Nine hundred DUI. <laughs> that was on the back of a car.
3: I
2: mean, that's that's just asking to get pulled over. It's like, want to make it nine oh one? Come on.
1: <laughs> I think at that point you to give up. Yeah. Oh you gotta, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep it at that clean number.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I saw conk one. I thought that was pretty good. Conk one. <laughs> And then then I saw a fucking hatchback with a bunch of, like, military stickers and a fuck Joe Biden sticker, and the license plate just said Iraq. (laughs) 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 I love the idea of, like, yeah, I went to war, and I'm just going to, like, memorialize the... I mean, without getting into the politics and all the, it was Mm -hmm. an unjustified invasion, in Iraq had nothing to do with any of this shit. But like, oh yeah, the enemy combatant country. Uh, Just let me put that on the list.
0: Do you think there are Russian veterans that have Ukraine as a fucking (laughs) as a vanity? I
1: I fucking hope so. Or an old World War Two vet barely fucking uh, staying on the road uh, (laughs) on the verge of death's door with just Nazi Germany as the fucking (laughs) (laughs) vanity plate. (laughs) no i'm not not a fan i just i just fought them so i made it my fucking license plate
2: but nazi germany was taken so it's n4z1 you
1: gotta get elite with it six (laughs) grmy so that's my license plate roundup that's Uh, incredible do y'all have personalized license plates I, I don't have. That. I don't have
2: a car. Yeah, I, I never could have. Uh, I. I did. I also did not get one back when. Back when I had a car when I was a 16 year old, but uh, it just seemed like all the good ones were already taken, yeah. and it just wasn't. I mean, I don't want to be identified. You know, when I'm, right. I'm uh, that easily <laughs> identified, that easily findable.
1: Right, because like this, I know this fucker's license. Iraq. Like, if something had happened, I wasn't going to forget that shit. It's very straightforward. Yeah. Say I've... hi to him if you're out there. <laughs> you yeah, see he seems like a great guy. <laughs>
2: uh, he, he's a he's actually a listener uh, of our podcast, so I'll uh I'll reach out and I'll say oh, hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, a part of the shout outs, top tier patrons, uh, ab- absolutely. Hmm. Do you think anybody has a tramp stamp of a license plate? That just kind of entered my mind. That seems like that's a good idea. Cause, it would be above the above the mud flaps. Yeah. And on yeah. the and you just put a little like vanity plate there or something. Yeah. Don't don't steal that, listener.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel like there's gotta be a license plate that is tramp stamp out there somewhere. Like T I can't spell T R M P S T M P. That's that's gotta be somebody's well,
1: that could be read as Trump stump, and that's a whole <laughs> different thing. <laughs>
2: Just the cover of the Giving Tree book, but with Trump <laughs> sitting on the broken carcass of his old friend.
3: Yeah.
1: Alternatively, if they can if the license plate presses can do it, if they had just like a cool butterfly with some squigglies on the light, then it's kind of a tram stamp for the car. Oh yeah. Just, just floating some ideas. <laughs> just thinking out loud.
0: Gonna make a lot of money out of this, Dono.
1: Do you know what sucks? I'm trying to personalize a
0: plate in Kentucky. And if you have seven characters, it has to have a dash or a space as one of those Alt. characters, which is fucked. Yeah. So like, what am I supposed to do with six total characters? Uh, oh, that gets tricky. Ooh, what are my wordle words? What no, if, can five. I just do anal? Personalize yeah. that. Anal is not available. Damn it! Oh, uh, All the
1: good ones were taken.
0: H N D dash G O B personalizing available hand job hand, hand
2: job right. hand, hand job.
1: job hand job let's get a let's get a gofundme started uh <laughs> dear listeners please get audrey the hand job license plate. <laughs> <laughs> i did quickly google if anyone license plate tramp stamp tattoo and i'm not seeing anything this could this could really be groundbreaking i could potentially I f- go viral
2: i i feel like you got to be the change you want to see in the world I think I
1: gotta get a tram mm. stamp of a mm-hmm. license plate that says mm-hmm. hand job on it. That says
2: hand job That's on it. That
1: says hand job on it. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> Perhaps directions to the front.
1: <laughs> well, my incredible license plate segment. Yeah. Well, my yes. license plate segment went longer than anticipated. There's a lot of meat on that metal bone. Mm. Hey, aj we gotta we gotta hit you with our standard guest questions though are you yeah. prepared over there yeah i'm super ready all right you're gonna feel like i'm ira glass the way that i'm grilling you i don't Ooh. think he actually was like a harsh interviewer with he but no he no but this? he is an
2: excellent griller the man the man can really <laughs> roast a steak
1: he flips a great burger mm-hmm uh, okay you're in the hot seat question number one uh what's your relationship to relationships where's your dating life at mm. how's how's love how's love life how, how's is love? Love, life? how <laughs> love
0: life how love yeah how love life is Does love is gay uh so yeah no i um
2: i'm getting married next month so
0: exciting woo! exciting that's yeah. where
2: that's where I am, which is in uh that nebulous hell before you actually get married where you have to plan <laughs> the wedding, which is uh I've been a, a, a very let's say uh uh difficult uh process just because uh i am not good at spreadsheets and i feel like to be good at planning weddings you have to be really good at spreadsheets and uh my partner who is normally they are normally just incredible at, at at planning uh uh events and they are doing an amazing job on this one uh ran into a lot of trouble because they were like i can just do this all myself I've planned so many events. And then they're like, I just can't do it for me is what we found out. Mm. So uh, Mm. we've enlisted some help. We have hired a wedding planner to come on, but for the most part, you know, we're still very much involved. We're still doing things. Uh, In fact, right after this uh, recording, we're going to have a a quick meeting about uh, wedding stuff, Um, but we are very excited because all the, all all, like the exciting stuff is also starting to happen, which is really fun. Like all the RSVPs have come in and, Most of my extended family has refused to come. So (laughs) that means we get to invite more of our friends, which
0: is very lovely. I'm really frustrated that you didn't give me a plus one.
2: Uh, Look Otter There's always so much room Okay There's like It's an old Metalworks factory Like you know If we go over They throw us In the vat
1: So we have to like Keep the numbers Within a range Uh, Yeah that's rough AJ I do want to say Thank you for the Plus uh, 99 For me What the fuck This is bullshit (laughs) So I can get the whole crew My whole hype squad I really appreciate it Yeah can you Bullshit
2: We're actually giving you A plus 100 Can you invite the Iraq car guy. I think, oh, absolutely. I think he's, he's going to make a wonderful contribution to our gay, gay wedding. <laughs>
1: well, so y'all are going steady. It sounds
2: like we are. We are. Um, yeah. And we are also, uh, and you know, we are also uh, non-monogamous. So that is uh, that, that's something we started uh, going into about two years ago. So sure. uh, I am still, uh on the dating apps so i mean obviously not much right now because it's like hey when do you want to meet up and i'm like wedding (laughs) i'm planning a wedding Becoming married i am becoming married after becoming married we'll talk but right now leave me alone uh but you know I, i i never uh I had never been in sort of the uh, the dating marketplace when there were apps before. Like, mm. so that, I'm sort of entering into that particular hell. And uh, it's been very educational. I've learned, uh, you know, you basically kind of have to, it's like writing a play. You have to go in assuming you know nothing about it. Uh, uh, every single conversation is with someone new. There's like, there's no real formula to it, but there are certain things you start like clocking the more you do it. And I've, yeah. I've gotten better at dating apps. I don't know if that's made me any better at dating, but it has made right. me better at dating apps.
0: <laughs> it's a different uh, fucking skill.
2: Yeah. Uh. But very, but, but a very interesting sort of uh new frontier for me because I always, I always imagined, you know, uh, David, I was obviously also raised Catholic, and it's just like there is Let's sort go. of like it's 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 monotheism all the way like it's like it's monogamy all the way it's that or bust and uh and, and I just never thought I'd find myself in this place and it's thrilling and exciting and scary and weird and i I don't know it's it's a real fun good time and again, I can't wait to explore it more
1: once I'm married <laughs> <laughs> We love that though. It's it's cool to you know be able to process all of the fucking Catholic baggage that that we, we discussed some of that on on y'all's show and I've talked about it on here. Uh, like just unpacking that stuff alone is such a difficult thing. Uh, yeah. But to be able to do that and then have a successful relationship going and also feel comfortable getting out there and dating and all of that, there rules. I'm happy to hear that.
0: Yeah. yeah, thank you. That's extremely cool. Do you think would it be gauche to take a date to your own wedding? Uh, <laughs> do,
1: do, you, do, you I, be, do you want to Do you want to come as a date to this wedding? I don't know. It's my wedding. I,
2: okay. So here's 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 the thing. If you are in a thruple <laughs> and two of the thruple are getting married to each other, I think that's okay. That I think that y-
0: you know what ideal. Yes, y- in fact, if I were the third to the thruple, and my other two partners were getting married, I would be really upset if I didn't have a somewhat <laughs> central role yeah. in the proceedings of the day. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely.
2: Uh, and also, I would like a plus one if I were in those <laughs> yeah, shoes. Yeah,
0: dog, because y'all are it, y'all are busy.
2: Yeah, let's make it a quadruple quadruple quadruple. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 God forbid you're a pentuple. And then that's just, you know, mm. that's that's too many Thanks sides. That's so much. Satanic. Hectuckle and then a hep <laughs> Heptuckle. H- hept- hep. 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 Oct- octuple. 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 That, that, some, that somehow that of... works better in my head. Yeah. But hectuckle. Hectuckle? Sep- you keep saying tuckle. Which just
3: not the fucking word. Not it's a... not. It's not. I have a terrible. Br-
2: I have like. I, I seem to have like terrible like um uh like audio dyslexia is the best way I can describe it. Sure. That's not sure, a sure, real sure. thing, but it is how my it brain might be, can dis- It might
0: be. It might be because I have it for numbers. I don't have it oh, yeah? for letters. But I got that shit for numbers bad. It's oh, called shit. dyscalculia.
2: That's oh, a okay. Name. So it. Oh, yeah.
0: Maybe maybe I
2: do have a real thing. Oh my!
0: Isn't it weird when you figure out you don't have when you have like a real thing? Like you yeah. go somewhere and then you realize that maybe you're demisexual. What?
3: <laughs> what?
0: <Where>? Wait! I'm a <laughs> spectrum somehow. I love to fuck so much and yet I'm a spectrum. How?
2: <laughs> oh, uh. Where was the place you went where you found out that you were demisexual? Was it like. I can't reveal that information. Oh, I see. Okay, great. (laughs) Was it the Vatican? Because that's why I I go to the Vatican (laughs) and I realize I'm asexual. (laughs) Just look up the Sistine Chapel. It's
1: like, yeah, you know what? I'm good. Well, we love this. We love wedding on the horizon, not the planning stress part of it, but at least you're at the at the finish line for this. Yes, and, and I uh, will say,
2: to be fair, I am also performing a 15-minute musical at my own wedding that I wrote. What? So, like, I am putting a lot of this on myself. You're, what? Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. So yes! There's a tap. There's a tap number in it. It's fine. Uh, mm. Can I tap dance? Not really, but
0: I. <laughs> it it. I wrote it, so I'm doing it. <laughs> so I wrote it,
1: so I'm doing it. Yeah. What. Yeah. Is- I don't. I mean, I don't know if you can reveal spoilers. what is, Could you? Could you say yeah, I don't think my partner
2: it? can hear me out here. Um, yeah, no, and they mostly know about it. Like, it's not a. It's not a total surprise because my partner is doesn't like surprises. It is not. There is not an interpretive part. It's very. It's very much scripted. But um, basically, one one morning, I uh, I awoke. Uh, a couple years ago, I like awoke in, with like a fever, like a sweat, and I just said Ellie Penn, and they were like, "What?" and I said Penn, and they passed me a pen, and I wrote, I scribbled this thing down on a piece of paper. In my dream, I had written a John Mulaney esque SNL ska- musical sketch about a per- a tourist who comes to New York City looking for New York pizza, but everyone there. Uh, is like that's not what New York's famous for it's famous for cake it's famous for New York cake and then they sang this entire song and l- I, the the actual song appears in the show itself uh verbatim everything that I dreamed is 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 in the lyric and it is it is truly one of their favorite things in the world it makes them laugh every single time over the course of the next couple of months I would be in the shower I'd be like Ellie and they'd come running with like a uh, uh with a recorder and I just sing out the next part of the song and they'd, and they'd get it down um and ellie so,
0: come here i need you
2: uh, yeah i <laughs> think they, they just like leapt out of bed like it was really above and beyond but they uh yeah uh so i gave it to my friend um uh i, I wrote the the script and most of the lyrics and then i sent it to my friend nico uh who is a, a brilliant composer and he composed the whole thing and it's uh it's got a whole bunch of things we learn about the origins of new york cake uh, it was invented by an Italian immigrant in the 1940s named Giuseppe New York Caggini, uh, who comes over uh, from Napoli and and defies his father Giuseppe New York Pizzaini uh, by making cake instead of going into the pizza family business. And uh, his his you know he his his rise ascent. He always sings his credo about how he he you have to live for the pastabilities of today, yes. and it's just a bunch of pasta puns. and uh yeah and that's i think that's all i'm comfortable revealing right now but there's a lot of cardboard cutouts and uh, false mustaches and things so yeah
1: this sounds like the greatest wedding of all
2: time holy (laughs) shit (laughs) it's that the musical here's the thing i am fully prepared for the musical to be a complete train wreck but the thing is (laughs) oh yeah what are people gonna do it's It's my wedding it's your fucking
1: wedding yeah mark Mm. yeah A perfect place to trial it out and guarantee a standing ovation. Yeah. I'm I'm super. Also, 15 minutes. That's like a good, that's a good cutoff length of a show there. If people don't like it, hey, they're not in for like a fucking uh, intermission and stuff going on.
2: No, no. Thank God. Oh, that's very, (laughs) that's very kind. And 15 minutes is being generous. It's probably going to be like 25. We have not accounted for laughter (laughs) or really anything. Uh, So. (laughs)
1: Oh, oh, man. oh fuck! Weddings should have intermissions. No, think about it. They, uh, I just went systems.
2: to one that had two intermissions. It was structured like a three-act musical play. Nick Crow oh, was the best man. It what was wild. Fuck?
0: You were at a wedding where Nick Crow was the best man.
2: Yeah, he did voices That's in wild. his bas- He did voices in his speech. <laughs> it was very fun.
0: Of course, he... did he do the hormone monster? He did not do. Oh, he did not do hormone uh, monster. No, that really fucking sucks because I have a really fucking good hormone monster. It's
2: really good. Um, I can. do I can, do, I can do Lola. Oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> today, we're interviewing a small child uh, from a, from an undisclosed school in the Midwest. Uh, uh, Lola, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing fine, Ira. Thanks. Uh. <laughs> Oh. holy shit though well you gotta fucking in with all these cool weddings all the weddings i go to it's just like a fucking kid walks up the aisle and gives him a ring and and i do and stuff well, i want a dance number what the fuck i'm yeah, jotting down fact. a note here i wish i had any musical theater talent uh, i'll just do like a, a, a podcast hey, an hour hey. long oh podcast my god at the top yeah. of the show
0: okay here we go yeah. i am your best lady yes and we do a fucking podcast at the wedding
2: that would be incredible
0: i just take you for like you're just gone for an hour and we go like off to like we go off to like a soundproof booth but it's broadcast to the room (laughs) like they can't see us or interact with us (laughs) but it's just playing in the room it's just a conversation between our probably drunk asses Yes. uh lock Fuck. the doors yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: trap them in there uh release some cats in there give them give them some give them, give them a little obstacle you know like they want to listen to the podcast but uh-oh here come the alligators yeah oh yeah hell yeah <laughs> throw little some mo- gators in there yeah little- build a moat
1: <laughs> <laughs> more moats at weddings <laughs> well after hearing all this stress about wedding planning i am stoked that i no longer have to do any planning because we've accomplished it all now Hmm. On the off chance I ever get married and I, yeah,
0: you know, for? I was thinking about this. It is an off chance at the, you know, I'm like, I don't fucking know. What do I, what Who do knows? I want for
1: marriage? Who knows? Tax yeah, breaks. Know.
0: Really?
2: Yeah. That's, that's yeah. sort of the, pretty that's pretty sort much, of yeah. the main one,
1: <laughs> a big party. That's kind of the other. That's kind Hell, of the yeah. other we can just me.
0: have a big party.
2: You can, it, it, there is sort of a, it is It is a whole com- industrial complex that needs to be dismantled, frankly. Uh,
1: Listen, it's not a party unless the law is involved. Yeah. I need contracts true. for a party to be popping.
0: That's a Bill Hicks joke. Bill Hicks was like, I love you so much. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Let's get the state involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: They call uh. me the Bill Hicks of podcasting. <laughs> I get that from people a whole lot. I don't actually know a whole lot about that guy. Okay, wait. Uh, yeah. Okay. Great. Great answer. Great answer. Uh, a unique situation. I don't think any guest has had, but the combination of both wedding planning, writing a musical for the wedding, and, and also on the dating apps. So fuck <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get ready for the right hook mm. or the cross. Yeah. I guess it could be a right hook, too. If it's a one-two, that's the cross. Uh, tell us an embarrassing dating or relationship story.
2: <laughs> well, I've never been in a fight, so I'll believe you either way. Uh, <laughs> I boxed
1: briefly. I wasn't very good. Uh, i, I that's, that's one
2: thing I always wish I was good at, um, physical activity. So, uh,
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, my embarrassing story? Okay, so uh, right after... Uh, I studied abroad in Ireland when I was in college. Uh, I had a a, kind of a miserable six months. Uh, It was one of those situations that I find myself often in my life where I am in a situation that I thought would be one way and was lied to actively. And when I get there, it's a completely different circumstance. This happened to me in college and it happened to me when I did my cruise ship job, which is a different story for a very different time.
0: (laughs) But uh, let's have you back.
2: Yeah, oh boy. Uh, but I decided to um to do sort of what, you know, I think a lot of people do after they study abroad, which is a little bit of a rumspringer, uh, across Europe. So I went to um I went to Prague, Copenhagen, and Amsterdam. And I went to Amsterdam last, and this story that I'm about to tell you is the Amsterdam story. So, my girlfriend at the time, and I had not seen each other for an entire semester. Uh, she was studying abroad in London. She was at uh, RADA at the time, uh, being an actor, and uh, and I was like, "This is the first time we're going to see each other in a very, very long time." Uh, I'm want to make this. I want to make this special. So I booked us. A, a a hotel which when i got there i found out was a boat it was a boat motel it was a, a boatel it was a boatel uh actually technically it was a hostel so it was a bostel uh, hostel. which uh sounds like an amazon series that no one's ever watched um
3: <laughs>
2: but uh uh, and so uh, I get there uh, she arrives I'm like okay we're gonna partake in the local custom we are gonna get high because this was uh, at a time when weed was still obviously illegal in many states uh, in yeah. all the states uh, and uh, we wanted to partake so I didn't I didn't know anything about weed uh, at the time really uh and so I was just like well that This thing on the menu called the space cake sounds intriguing. I like cakes. I like space. I like the combination of those two. It's going to be great. Um, And uh, it's this giant edible brownie um, that uh, is about, uh, I don't know, how big is that, would you say, like? pretty uh, fucking big it's is a big
1: just holding up a hand the size uh of like a cell phone perhaps of a smartphone
0: oh yeah yeah well i'm a little bit smaller here i'll put it a little closer to the yeah camp. smaller than a uh, i was gonna say uh like what a wallet size what men yeah. say is six inches yes yes <laughs> we had we had a space cake uh that was the
2: length of what men say is six inches and um uh and we ate our first one and we were like, "Oh, I'm not feeling anything." You think you'd go for another one? Oh, so no. classic That's rookie classic mistake blunder. Uh, so uh, I had two and a half space cakes. Uh,
3: <laughs> my
2: my girlfriend at the time uh, uh only had uh one and a half because uh midway through her second one, she dropped her fork and knife and just started like f- like. Uh, falling asleep and like catching yourself. Oh, oh my god! Like, falling asleep out. and catching
0: herself. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say cackling. Uh, yeah, no no, 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 no,
2: no, no. Just like like fully outside, and I was like, "Are you okay?" And she said, and she said. Uh, are we in slow motion? (laughs) And I said, (laughs) you are. And I was like, you are though. Oh no, we have to go home. So we left the (laughs) restaurant. Like I I just, I I, I threw money at the table Uh, and we left the restaurant. We were about a, I would say charitably 10 to 12 minute walk away from the Bostel. It took us 45 minutes to get (laughs) home because I was thoroughly convinced we were being chased by shadow
3: creatures.
2: (laughs) We we get back to the Bostel and my girlfriend at the time immediately throws up. And that, Mm. just so everyone knows, is a very normal reaction to eating one and a half space cakes. Amesis, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just it's like you know it's like drinking too much your body's just like there's something wrong nope. in us we gotta it's get it like, out nope. yeah it's getting out uh and which is fine. And I think, you know, under normal circumstances, I'd be like, okay, that's what the body is doing. But two and a half space cakes in, I'm like, oh, my God, I've killed my girlfriend. <laughs>
0: We're all going to die.
2: So we go to the emergency room and <laughs> we are we are laughed out of the emergency room by, right? a, by a nurse who gives us fruit punch. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, of course, I go in and I'm just like, my girlfriend is very sick. And and she was like, and she was like, and we dealt with this whole thing. And then midway through the conversation, she just gives me a look and goes, you too? And I went, "Mm mm-hmm. And so she gave me some fruit punch too. Apparently, the sugar and Fruit Punch, this is sort of a, a hack, it, um, sort of uh, recalibrates you in some way. Yeah. Like it, it revitalizes you. And so I did feel a little bit better. But uh, we went back to the bostel and we spent the rest of the night with me thinking there was a man sitting in the corner of the room watching <laughs> us. <laughs> and my girlfriend slowly wa- rocking back and forth saying, I'm too high
0: i'm too high i'm too high this is the highest i've ever heard of humans being yes that's the amsterdam story this is this is maximalism in cannabis i love this i love this so fucking much
2: there had to have been something else in it is my thought because the, the mm. hallucinations were I, it, it points Over towards the there top. being maybe something else in there i don't think weed alone could do that maybe i don't know but like maybe yeah
0: so everything was illegal back in the states mm-hmm. did you have a lot of experience with cannabis leading into this or was this
2: a couple times i you know i i, I had smoked um uh I, I, there was a uh, uh a gravity bong that was used um but never to this extent and i wasn't doing sure. it constant enough where yeah. sort of the feeling would wear away like i would only do it at certain parties so as to like maintain the fun of it the mystique to, yeah. yeah as opposed to doing it every single day also there really wasn't time and i know this is it, it sounds weird as like an acting student but like they really pack your schedule with a lot of like physical activities and i'm like i can't do this high i can't i can't do ballet high <laughs> <laughs> it would be actually pretty cool now that i'm thinking about yeah, it and i think actually, actually dance i used would be to, real fun. Um,
0: I used to get real fucking baked and ride my bicycle way too fast through traffic. That shit rocked. Oh, that's a good time. That too. was Whoa. really fun. <laughs> that was so fun. That feels that
2: feels dangerous. Is that not
0: yeah, dangerous? Yeah. I mean, I was like on the phone too. <laughs> like I'm like Jesus holding the phone up to my Christ. head. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, Some well, lost yeah. Audrey. New Audrey lore the
1: on the show here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I used to
1: get ripped up and uh, break cinder blocks with my forehead. That was kind of my fun activity. Whoa, for- really? <laughs> Uh, I wish that was true. Uh, I just I w- sat on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> the cinder blocks th- flew at me more than I, I
2: I hit my head towards them. I don't know who's doing that. Why are they throwing cinder blocks at me? I wish they
1: would stop. There's probably a shadow man in the corner. That's one of his famous gags. <laughs> That's Chuck the shadow man in the concrete. corner. <laughs> it's the shadow man in the
0: spotlight. <laughs> uh, smoking that cannabis. There we go. <laughs>
1: well thank you for the story you have survived the one two punch of our interview process with flying colors Woo! and we, we think with the training you've endured now uh, that you are ready to help us answer some listener questions are we ready to go yeah i mean yeah all right all right oh cool yeah that sounds good all right i guess i'm in uh first a word from our sponsors though Hey, what's up? It's me, Weed Donovan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Whoa, man. Oh,
1: man! Oh, just just chiefed a big fatty or five? Or are you doing like a like a little uh a little reggae, reggae thing for happening? you? Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I-, I thought it
1: was the the Wii shop
0: theme.
1: Well, I'm five fucking fatties in, uh, but when I'm not smoking on that Chiba and mm. listening to the wee Shop theme, you so know what I love to when do? when you say Chiba. What? <laughs> I love to take a big rip of that gravity bong and throw on a little psychedelic ditty. I like to call the radio free Topeg podcast, <laughs> but Hey, listen, this weed nowadays, it's real strong, man. And I get high for so long. One episode simply isn't enough to get me through my chill. Zone.
0: Get you through your <laughs> chill zone. highway <laughs> to
1: the chill zone. That's what us weed cool weed guys say when we're really getting freaky on that green stuff. Mm, I can dig it. But hey, get hey, get this man. This is groovy as hell. You can get a bonus episode each week and you got enough RFTB to get you through 2 hours or maybe more. That's about as long as it takes to get over the panic attack from eating too big of an edible. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha! How do you get that, though? It's simple. You just head on down to your bonus episode dealer at patreon.com slash rftb and you say the magic words, here is $5 a month, and you get a bonus episode each week along with access to like over 140 episodes in the backlog. That's more than there are Nugs in Humboldt County, California. Bro, that's me, weed Dono. Patreon.com slash RFTB. Stay slonky. <laughs> wow. Never, I've never heard slonky before. <laughs> Only us real weed pros know the lingo like this, AJ. Oh, oh Jesus so good. Christ. I'm incorporating
2: <laughs> it into my lexicon immediately.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's chief some question blunts. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Us uh, who? Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements.
3: Us uh, <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. It's,
1: it's the question box this is a segment of the show where you a listener can send your questions to us we do our best to answer them how do you do that you say how? well it's simple head on over to our social media at rftb pod on instagram and twitter uh, or at RFTB and the other stuff on Blue Sky or our website RFTB.me. You got options. You got so many options. You just click that send in your question button, and then a little text box is going to pop up, and you just you just put your heart and soul into that box, baby. You just let it all out, and then we read it on the show, and we try to answer it. Audrey, what are we reading first this week? My partner has been dropping
0: a lot of hints that they may propose soon, and while excited about it, I'm a little nervous too. We've already been together for a couple of years, but not without our bumps in the road. Any tips for keeping a marriage in good working order?
1: Well, Mazel Tov on the pr- proposal, potential soon proposal. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Are you
0: just, are you very Phil Collins about it? Are you just feeling it in the air tonight? Come on.
1: <laughs> Got to say Like, sense. what's
0: like, I want to know what's making you think that the time of proposal may be coming.
1: Yeah, is your partner doing like a lot of lunges, just kind of practicing getting down on one mm. knee? You've seen <laughs> him doing a lot of that. Well, you got to get in shape for that.
2: When when you go around every corner, do you just hear the drum solo from, I can hear it calling in the air tonight?
1: Oh, shit, I think they're going to propose. That's crazy, man. Yeah. And I'm just like Who, falling um... into the weed Dono character. I got to straighten myself out. I never, <laughs> I never, I never smoked out in the whole goddamn bit. life.
0: Um a, uh, AJ yeah. who proposed?
2: Uh it was me. I I did the proposing. Aww. Yeah, nice. um it was it was very spur of the moment because I had three I had three opportunities to propose uh, uh taken away from me, so I just kind of did it one night. yeah um, yeah. The old proposal thief. Yeah, a covid in fact. Uh we were going <laughs> to go- biggest
1: proposal thief of them all Yeah,
2: we went to we went we were going to go to uh Japan in May of 2020 and then uh obviously Didn't. we did not um and then we were going to go to canada in um uh 2021 or 2022 uh for a family trip and uh it was 2021 uh and uh then the um the next big wave omicron happened so we couldn't do yeah. it then and then uh i was going to propose in my uh friend's theater space and then he lost that theater space
3: <laughs> uh, jesus and fuck. so
2: One night we were just, uh, we were just lying in bed and uh, it was like 2am and we were talking with our very drunk friend, uh, Jesse, and uh, 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 they wanted to see the ring. So I showed them the ring and, uh, and I told them of all the attempts that I had had tried to make to propose before. And uh, Ellie had never heard those before. And it was just, you know, that was the moment like that, that spark of just like, oh, there's Phil Collins was actually in my closet and he had his drumsticks <laughs> shaking them menacingly. I'm like, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it. Um, so I pretended Aww. to pocket, I, I pocketed the ring instead of putting it back in a drawer. I walked around the bed and I said, hey, you know, we just watched When Harry Met Sally couple weeks ago and like um that line really stuck with me um when you find someone you want to spend the rest of your life with ah, and then i pretend to forget the line and then jesse on the screen said you'll want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible which distracted Ellie long enough for me to get on one knee uh, i did a little slide Aww. of hand and then i and then i proposed and uh y- they said yes yes and then grabbed the ring from me and put it on their own finger which i thought was very lovely <laughs> uh and then and then we started cuddling and uh, for anyone who has who has proposed before you'll know this it feels like your hearing goes away because the adrenaline just comes up and you just hear ooh for a while but when my hearing did come back i i heard the faraway voice of jesse sobbing on the computer saying is this real (laughs) is
0: this real (laughs) Um, oh my god
2: and, and and when you know it's one of those things that like um You know, it's not that, you know, Ellie and I have also had our bumps along the way, but it is, it's just, I knew this was the person that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. And as cliche as it sounds, when you know, you know, you know. Yeah. I
3: love Uh, that.
1: And so for this person saying that they're, they're excited about it, but a little bit nervous and mentioning like some bumps in the road, I don't know. Like that's any relationship. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're excited for it and those bumps aren't anything that's like making you question the foundation of the relationship, it seems that seems pretty good to me. It's been two years. You got a good sense of what your dynamics like at that point. Mm -hmm. I think it's normal to be nervous, though. Like that's, you know, it's a big thing. Oh, yeah. Um, But any tips for keeping a marriage in good working order? Like, are you just worried about the relationship generally? I hmm. guess I'm just kind of like where, what's the, what is the specific question? I got one off what top here.
0: Hmm. Making an active decision to continue to be in the relationship. Hmm. Uh, there's There has been this advice given. I can't remember who it was originally, some comedian. Uh, but they were asked, uh, how do you keep a relationship going? And the answer was, don't break up
1: that's some fireproof advice right there it honestly oh is. man i've been dared to love
0: <laughs> why did you bring kirk cameron into this
1: <laughs> i'm um, everywhere baby <laughs> oh,
0: that's a pretty good kirk cameron actually that's, a, that's
1: not bad that's a top-notch kirk but it's uh, it's what, a matter what, he, what does he yell he's, he's like uh listen you, to me
0: i'm sick of it! <laughs> incredible <laughs> don't um, do that watch fireproof do the opposite <laughs> yes do the opposite of that shit except for the part where they don't break up yes yes because like if you want to maintain a merit like there's an amount there's a degree to which when something starts to go south you feel it going south you feel the issues cropping up more you feel the problems coming around more yeah it's not a matter of ignoring those problems it's a matter of addressing those problems as they come up and squashing beefs like mm. i um i'm gonna get a little vulnerable for a second something i don't talk about a whole lot i was engaged at one point uh mm. and it was a matter of because shit comes up you get mm-hmm. combative about shit. like you have disagreements about stuff and that can get really bitter if you don't just squash the fucking beef yeah like just squash the beef Whatever it takes to get things chill again, if you really want to maintain longevity in a relationship and you don't you don't value saving face over the relationship, you just squash the fucking beef. Yes. Yeah.
1: So if these bumps in the road are like ongoing things, I'm trying to think of a good example here. Just like, I don't know if there's... Your partner does something you don't particularly like and it keeps coming up. I don't know. You lived a very stupid, simple example. It's not probably it. But you live together and they're consistently not doing the dishes or something. There's like an ongoing issue. But you're like, everything else is very good. I would still like to spend my life with this person. And those are the kind of things that you're worried about. I, I, I like the squash, the beef idea. Just if it's stuff that you can address, try to talk through it then you also get a sense if they can talk through stuff with you and if you can work through something like that, that's a pretty good sign for things. So I I, I don't know. I feel like the advice is just pretty much what it is for a, a standard relationship, except for you got the law involved and Bill Hicks and all of that stuff. But if you're, if you're really feeling this person and it's been going well for two years, like just keep fucking trying, you know? Yeah. Relationships get challenging as this time goes on. That's just kind of how things are and and like stuff's going to come up, just agree to work through it best you can. And like valuing
0: the relationship above your pride, valuing the relationship above like vanity and shit. And just like valuing the relationship very highly keeps things going. Like yeah. you, if like if you really want to keep a marriage going, I think a lot of it comes to maybe even swallowing some shit that you wouldn't have swallowed otherwise. Because it's, it's like a next, it's another advancement on we're locking this shit in. Yeah. Like yeah. You're, you have the DTR conversation and you say the I love you words and you determine that you want to have the relationship. Great. There is not the law involved. And you do not have to give them half of your shit when you break up. Yeah. When you do the marriage thing, you have a whole nother fucking level locked in there and you have to value the relationship above pride, vanity, all the shit that you might sloth. just sloth <laughs> seven vanity. deadly sins, you, like over all the shit that you might break up over. You have to just not break up over that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Simple as it's easy. It's easy. Why as you hard? Like this it's question? So easy. fucking easy. Just yeah. tolerate <laughs>
0: the dumb shit that they do that makes you angry. Or also it's just, easy.
2: Just be willing to give up half your stuff. Yeah. That too. Yeah. Just yeah, be, be willing to walk
0: the fuck away from the covenant you made with God.
2: Listen, man, they can have half the BB, beanie. God's BBs. got so right. much other stuff to focus on. He's very busy right now. He's you extremely know? busy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I would say that you know I think I think squash the beef is also really really good advice here and is also Ira Glass's main grilling advice is to squash the beef. Uh, it's how <laughs> he gets those burgers smash so good. Burger. He yeah. makes the smash, smash burgers. Burger. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Iris uh, ira burger glass they call him yeah and i <laughs> just call him
0: this
2: just make sure you've had the conversation about the future too you know just be mm. like hey do you want kids uh, uh that's no, a good you know, point i i you know just really just really make sure you're on the same page and if we have kids do you are we gonna raise them religious like you know like really mm. go into the nitty-gritty details because i think there's a lot of like there's a lot of media that's just going to be like, "Oh, it's so romantic. I was surprised by the proposal." But it's like that's actually not how this should work. You should not be doing that to your partner. Yeah. <laughs> you should you should yeah. be able to respect them enough to be like to talk about it like adults because that's what you are if you're going to be entering into a marriage, and uh, you you have to be adult about it.
1: I love I that. That's a very good point there. Yeah, make sure future plans are aligned, and if you haven't had those conversations, to have those fucking conversations. Yeah. I, Before
0: somebody looks at the other one on the couch and says, "Hey, you want to get married?" Because that's how I propose. Oh, uh, I just. Kinda, we were but that's on the a couch really great that.
2: way to get engaged too. Because I mean, that, that's the other thing. It's like you don't have to go for like the big like showmanship. Uh, proposal either you don't have to have a hot air balloon you don't got to do all that stuff it can be just as simple as sitting on a couch and proposing that way i think yeah you know i some people might you know prefer that as opposed to a flash mob so you know
1: <laughs> but hot air balloons are pretty cool that you is. wish you luck out there on your you make the air pneumonia. hot and then it
0: just flies around it's crazy
1: it is fucking <laughs> crazy <laughs> But I won't go on my hot air balloon tangent. I know, I know. You want to Donovan's classic done hot, done hot air balloon tangent. There's like a 19th
2: century time. hot air balloonist who takes off his gloves while listening to the podcast and throws them to the ground.
3: <laughs> no!
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> all I was listening
3: for.
2: At long last, they were going to talk
0: about hot air balloons.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck, we're down a patron. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. lord kensington has canceled his fucking patreon subscription (laughs) we're out we're out 10 pounds sterling god (laughs) damn it (laughs) all right let's get another one in here hell yeah hey audrey donovan and aj let's fucking go hey (laughs) everybody in there it's been almost a year and i'm still not over my last breakup damn the weird thing about it is i really want to be over it Uh. There isn't a conflict between head and heart on this one. I both think I should move on and want to move on and have been materially trying to move on, but I just can't. It's like there's this thin membrane beyond which is the possibility of love after my ex, but I just can't pierce it. Mm. I've tried everything. I've flirted. I've dated. I've fucked. I've journaled. I've moved cities. I've written songs. I've talked it out so many times over and I still can't seem to get down from where I'm hung up. Do I just have to keep trying and wait for it to happen? I've been there. God damn, that Same, Same. fucking same.
2: Same, same, same. And if there's any comfort, it's that the three of us are saying same (laughs) that hard. That this is not, uh, you are not alone in this. This is something I think uh, I certainly have gone
0: through. Um, There is is shit from two decades ago that I am not over. You know what I mean? There is some shit that happened when I was 17 years old, that I am still fucked up over, right? Wow. Yeah. And a- there's a certain degree to which you just walk away and leave it alone, and it doesn't hurt you as bad as it used to. Because hmm. if, you, if you're if you journaling, if you're fucking, if you're uh, dating, if you're doing all these things, you're writing songs, what you do is you're touching it. Ooh. If you are fucking in opposition to your trauma, then you are touching the trauma. You have Mm. to put it somewhere where you can't touch it and not touch it for a minute.
1: Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm good at this when I'm drunk. Remember the first two years of this fucking podcast? I was just (laughs) drunk as shit all the time. I had some good shit back then.
1: (laughs) But well, that's a good point, because there's an element to which you work through these things in these different ways. I just went through a breakup writing and working on music and shit has substantially helped me to get through this stuff. But yeah. if the focus of all of that is on the ex and the relationship and stuff, yeah, you're just kind of trapping yourself in it. You're re-engaging those thoughts in your head over and over again, you're reliving it. And it's, it's fucking hard to let go of that when it's just constantly like motivating these things. And that's not to say stop doing those things, but I I, I like the description of in opposition of this stuff. Yeah. Keep doing that stuff and and put these parts of yourself into it, but move to other focuses. Like just do these things for the sake of the experience and getting out things that you feel as opposed to like specifically uh, about this person. Uh, Also just like, it's a fucking matter of time. I don't know how long this relationship was, but it's been almost a year that's that's not that long if you're coming mm. out of like a five year relationship I, yeah. I went through a rough breakup in college we were together for three years it took me two plus years to get over it and it would still crop up at times after that and, and fuck with me yeah but you're doing the stuff and like the only thing you could do is, is the letting go thing here. When the thoughts of, Oh God, I'm never going to find somebody like this. This person was the one blah, 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 blah. All the things that make you feel like shit and, and get you back in that hole and then make it hard to like open yourself up to the possibilities of new people and all of these things. Yeah. You just got to work on actively letting that go. I, uh, My my ex from years ago and friend I was just seeing, uh, we both talk about like meditation and yoga stuff a lot because it's done a lot for both of us kind of got spirally brains. She she described something to me that I I love. A lot of times with meditation practices, you get intrusive thoughts. You're supposed to like visualize it on a stream and you're letting go and it's just floating away. And that's Mm -hmm. good in its own right. But with stuff like this, she's like, I like to think of it as a lightning bolt. And you imagine a lightning bolt obliterating that thought. And it's not a gentle Mm. thing. It's just fucking gone. Yeah. Uh, And I've been using that the past week. And I I, I love it. There's something to that. There's something in the -the (laughs) over-the-top nature of it that really just gets it the fuck out of there. Yeah. So if I was you, I would just practice that kind of technique or anything else just to get... It, it's a, it's a skill you got to hone to be able to let go of these things when they just keep entering your mind. But oh, again, it, it takes a lot of time sometimes and you're, you're doing the work. So just keep, keep trying at it. It's not going to be forever.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely not. I mean, I, I went through a five year, um, uh, I, the, the Amsterdam uh girlfriend uh, out. Uh, we had uh we, we were in a five-year relationship and I think I wrote four plays about that breakup uh, yep. it yep. took yep. It, it took about two to three years for me like to fully fully to let go um but the best advice that I got was from one of my friends at the time who was just like it's just gonna take time. Like, and I know that sounds horrible when you're in it because it's yeah. like, but how there's, much? When will this just be more over? more of this
0: happening?
2: Yeah, forever. And here's the thing. Like, <sighs> the thing is, is that what you're remembering doesn't, I mean, this helped me. And if this does not help you, do not ascribe to it. But the thing that you are remembering doesn't exist anymore. Like you,
0: mm. the,
2: the person that you were with and the person you were back then are gone. They exist in that little bubble. And it helped for me to write plays because I got to trap them in the written word, which it sounds mm-hmm. like you are doing with your songwriting, with your journaling. You are taking the demons in your brain and putting them on the page, which is very, very useful, I think. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, you know the the problem is is that then you go back and reread it so you can like again, as as Audrey you were saying, like just like confronting the problem again, right it is it is confronting the trauma but write the thing, put it aside, wait like I don't know two, three months, look at it again. I guarantee it won't sting as much as when you first wrote it
1: yeah. there's a good point there too i would just compare where you're at now to where you were a week after or a month after because i guarantee you've made some kind of improvement here even if it's still fucking hard to date even if you feel like you're not totally over the person i I guarantee you're functioning better than you were then and so give yourself credit for that piece Mm -hmm. and i do fucking data stuff hey there's two data points you're trending to healing from this And that's science, baby. It's going to, it's, you're going to get there. I'm far, I'm there too. I I still went through a relatively recent breakup. It has gotten easier. It still gets to me on some days and that's, and that's tough, but I don't know if this is the first time you've gone through this. I at least have something to look back where I'm like, oh, I remember feeling like this and I don't feel any of that anymore about that person. I know that will happen with this thing too. So Mm -hmm. just... If you don't have it, take take my word on that. You you'll get past this eventually. Um, and also, just make sure you're not beating yourself up too much for all of this. Right. Yeah. You can get to a point where you're like, I should be over it by now. Why is this? All this kind of stuff. That's just counterproductive. Be yeah. real gentle with yourself about it. Um, you're you're going to make it out of this. It feels like it's going to be fucking forever, but you you're you're going to make it out of this. It's not going to be so crushing, you know, for forever.
0: Yeah, that's true we believe in you we certainly do um can we take maybe a two minute pause for me to pee and hack half a butt is that, right. okay? Yeah. <laughs> Go that okay yeah can we do that okay i think i think i'm we gonna just, get a beer is what i'm gonna do we just hit an hour yeah. and this is what we're doing mode. so it's a little intermission listener and i love you and we'll be back in a second Apologies, listener. Uh, I am spiritually still on vacation because I went uh, to Chicago for three days and then I was uh, I worked one day and then I have two days off. So I am uh, 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 drinking heavily and smoking too many
1: cigarettes. Vacation, Audrey, is out in force. Welcome yes, back to it's the true. show. I, I, I have
2: also gotten a beer, so you're about to get vacation, AJ. Nice. Uh, the last time I drank... Ha- the last time I drank half a beer uh I was at an escape room uh that my uh, uh my co-host Brian Alfred is in and uh I went into a room with one of the actors and uh uh she brandished a knife <clears throat> at us uh as like a as like a scare tactic and um and and she was like yeah um uh if you are aligned with this person, then I must deal with you and I said, "Well, there are four of
0: us." <laughs> I could take you out, <laughs> and, Get the and fuck then fucking escape room or not, I got your ass. And then
2: they said, "Well, I'll ignore the
1: part where you threatened me." <laughs> Only thing that's gonna be escaping this room is your charred, dead corpse, friend. Aho. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of stuff I say in escape rooms. Uh, it's I funny. A representative from Rockstar is here. Actually, <laughs> they have a contract for you to sign. <laughs> oh, up? Let's go. Let's go. Uh, I did not bring a beer. I just brought a cat and picky is going to be hanging out in the background and we love it. Special guest, the fourth Mike. Mm. Where were we? I think it's your turn to read a question.
0: It sure is. What if I go into this question box document and find. What if. Uh, Nice.
2: I really really wanted to get a burp on Mike in my episode. Like I really, I
1: I feel really honored. It's good luck. It's good luck.
0: Hey, Audrey and Dono, and they have in brackets here, guest name here, so I'm just going to say AJ. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in my late 20s and I've never had sex or kissed or anything really. I've identified as asexual for a long time, but I still have some degree of desire for sexual gratification, the more on the giving side. I used to be a bit of an incel as a teenager, but a lot of that I consider the fault of not understanding my gender identity and general toxic masculinity that I have largely gotten over. Still, I have some leftover hangups and I feel like they will never go away even when I understand that I'm wrong. What advice would you give me in general about my hangups and how I can deal with the anxiety I feel around sex and how do I deal with my harder to fulfill needs?
1: Okay, hmm. So you had a fucking incel stretch, you had a weird relationship to sex and everything because of the nightmare culture that we that we live in. Mm. Uh but you've moved past this, you've figured out your gender identity. Still feel like you have some leftover hangups. What wondering what these hang ups would be? Hmm. You haven't done any of this stuff, but you've identified as asexual for a long time, but you still have this desire for sexual gratification. I'm gonna be honest, I don't I don't have a I don't have any like a real experience with like asexuality. Mm-hmm. Can either of you speak to this? Because I'm interested in this place that they would be like, you know, I've identified as asexual for a time, but they're still feeling the desire. Like I know there's a spectrum of all that stuff. Yeah, from, like, gray ace, Things like that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What do you read this as
2: well I, I just want to say first of all um it sounds like you're heading in the right direction because you've already done so much work on yourself right like you, you've already yeah. you, you figured out your gender you figured out that you are ace or on that on that scale and it is uh that takes a lot of work and that should be applauded for you know finding yourself and and, and becoming more true to yourself and i think it's just it's just more of a journey now right it's about it's about exploring these feelings and these hangups that you have and, um, you know, uh, understanding that there is somebody out there who would, you know, uh, be willing to do that, I think, you know, uh, y- especially you say on the giving side uh, of things. And I-, I know that there are there are situationships where that is that is the dynamic, right, where there is just someone who gives and does not receive uh, sexual gratification. I know there is a word for it and I'm ugh, it's called a it service in- top. There you go, a service dog. Is top. it what that is? it feels. There you go. Um,
3: <laughs> so I don't look. I, I also
2: I also don't have any. I don't have any experience in in uh, in being asexual. So uh, I feel like I am mostly talking out of my
1: ass.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Let's take the new identity for a walk. All right.
1: Yeah. You mentioned go- it earlier. <laughs> I did. Okay.
0: Us. So. You get to talking with somebody and they're like, I don't know. I feel like you have a weird relationship with sexuality. And you go, what the fuck does that mean? And they're like, (laughs) I don't know. I invited you back to my fucking place and you just bailed on it. And now you're here. And I don't know. And I'm like, whoa, I don't know either. And then it's like, you get to thinking about all the times in your life where you wanted to bone down with somebody, but then you have to interrogate your fucking uh, motivations for that, like, is this an acculturation thing? Is this a, like, you want to bone because you were told you want to bone? Or yeah. is it because you want, genuinely think that this is the thing that should happen next? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I'm in this place where I am discovering that not necessarily, like, I don't fucking need, I don't need that shit at all, really. Like, I don't have, like, a genuine need for sex. I have a genuine need for physical intimacy. Mm. Like, mm. snugs and cuds and shit. Like, we that shit snugs and cuds. Rules. Yeah. But I don't fuck. I don't really need, like, because I have what is known as the Hitachi Magic Wand, which just fucking and then it's done and you're and you're go about your day Mine's fine
2: uh, mine's gas powered you have to do a little crank
3: <laughs>
0: <to get full>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but like so there's i think there's something to interrogating your motives around these things if you're like i want to engage in sexuality for the purpose of someone else's arousal and pleasure and gratification and I think that that's a perfectly valid position to take and I think that that can be siloed in a way there's a lot of words for like how you like to fuck now like grinder taught me about sides does everyone know what a side is? Uh, I like usually French get fries, fries. Hey! Oh, oh, yes! 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 everybody
1: get a it's time, it's time to slam, time now. To slam now. now! We got a real jam going! we are move space
0: jail. Alright! Alright! Here's what it is. You're not a top. You're not a bottom. You're a side. Which means you just like to give head. Interesting. Oh! Okay! Aside. I
2: will say I, I will say that I there was somebody who matched with me on field who just had whose name was B J for you, and I was like, for me,
3: <laughs> for me, para <laughs> <For> mí. <me? laughs>
2: Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Let me just get into my balloon first.
0: <laughs> just fucking float over to your
2: house. <laughs> Unfortunately, surprise, Lord Kensington was me all along.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine, I'll do the hot air balloon segment in the middle of this thoughtful question. (laughs) Folks, when you're a thousand feet up in the air in a little basket, you feel a lot of different things. Uh, I think Audrey's onto something here. There's a lot of language out there. Sexuality is a weird fucking spaghetti spectrum. There's all kinds of things, and traditionally there have not been words or language that are easily accessible to describe those things. Definitely not in the mainstream. Hmm. And if you're in this place where you're still kind of like figuring this out, you're like, I have some degree of desire for sexual gratification on the giving side. And that's just kind of where you don't have experience with it. You don't kind of know where to go from there. And there's no
0: pithy way to say that to somebody that you might want to give sexual gratification to. Right.
1: I would be mm. kind of bopping around online communities. I'm sure there's fucking forums where ace people are talking about stuff. I bet there's a fucking wiki out there that describes some of this different terminology. Yeah. But maybe just, helping you find, right now. maybe just helping you find the language to be able to communicate where you're at. And then you get on something like Field, uh, you know, that's a more kind of queer and non-traditional focused dating app and be like, hey, this is where I'm at just try to find spaces where other people who are more, uh, you know, non mainstream kind of sexual identities or orientations or whatever. Like I'm thinking you just find those spaces and you find somebody else who like gets this, who understands where you're at. Yeah. And that way you don't have to spend a whole bunch of time, like explaining this to to somebody who's not going to understand like why you don't want them to reciprocate or these things. Like, I think you're in a place where, you know, you're moving in the right direction, but I think kind of solidifying what it is that you want and finding the language for that, that's going to let you then find that thing. Hmm. It's difficult to kind of search for what you're looking for if you're still trying to find the, the words to express what you need here. Um, also, just the anxiety you feel around sex, if that has to do with just that you haven't done anything up to this point, or you had this negative, you know, incel relationship with it for a stretch... Yes. Um, you know, it's a, it, it's a vulnerable, intimate, messy thing sometimes. And it's understandable to feel some anxiety getting into that for the first time. Cause it's also just a new thing. And like new things can be anxiety inducing. Like I get that this is just a lot at once to handle, but I think just get it, finding that language and using that to find similar kinds of people who are going to be understanding of it. I think that's the direction you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. My cat is stuffing her head inside of a lampshade. I was trying
0: trying not to be distracted by it, but she crammed her head up by the light bulb and then shook her ear like hot.
2: Yeah, I know. It kind of looked like she licked
0: it a little bit,
2: and then it was just like, (laughs) "Mm -mm, nope.
0: Oh, I fucked it up. I fucked it up. She said. Oh. I really She's want. Go I really want my, tomorrow. my. I really want
2: my 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 cat to do. Uh, I we have one cat who's very uh, who sticks his head into lamps a lot, and then <laughs> the other one who's way too smart and can open doors. And uh, <laughs> oh, that's
0: a problem. Yeah.
1: Thank God this bastard can't do that. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna let
0: her <laughs> back out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna vamp for a second and kind of preview what I'm about to say because what I'm gonna do <sighs> yeah. is talk a little bit about. In seldom, and how one enters and exits that community. Oh, great. Sounds good. Okay. So you are Pete Pav, you are 14 (laughs) years old, and you are on the internet, and you can't get laid because you're fucking 14 and you suck at this. You're not good at fucking, and you won't be for some time. (laughs) some fuckhead who's 25 and just hates women maybe has had sex but at this point just hates women Hmm. has told you that you can't fuck because your skull is wrong yeah and you read that and you go that's why I can't fuck Reminder, you are 14 and stupid and can't and have no riz. You, there is no 14-year-old that has any riz
2: at all. Um, excuse me, Audrey. I played Charlie in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when I was 14 years old. So I think I had some riz. Okay, I got a golden ticket.
0: There's no riz. Why yeah. would you have riz? You're a child, right? Yeah. And some fuckhead tells you that your skull's wrong so you can't fuck. And you internalize that to to some degree. I saw a post that said, um, it was something along the lines of it was a green text post from 4chan, and this person was talking about their journey through inceldom. And what they said was, "Am a neat like be me, age 24. Am a neat. Decide to get off my ass and go to community college." meet people and they don't care about the size of my jaw versus my cranium they don't care about you know what i mean like (laughs) as soon as you escape the fucking echo chamber of fucking really awful horse shit you can start to feel better about yourself as soon as there isn't just a fucking ringing of hatred for yourself and people that are like you You can uh, go into the world, meet human beings, and form genuine connections.
3: Yeah.
1: Hell
0: yeah. And I'm really proud of you for doing that. If you were in in incel shit for a time and then uh, figured out your gender and escaped that, you are kicking ass. And everything else that happens is icing on the fucking cake because the fucking, the big goal for you was to not end up like that forever.
1: Right. Yeah. And now you're listening to this rockin' show. Yeah! And you're yeah. you're, you're learn all right kinds direction. of shit! Yeah. yeah. I think we got a, a much healthier attitude on things. But you're right, and especially in this country where sex ed is so fucking limited, maybe you had a bad family situation, you didn't have any kind of people to ask questions about these things, and so you get sucked into the shitty internet wormhole of, of fucking grifters who make money doing this garbage. Right. Uh, of, of course that's going to fuck you up. And so, yeah, good on you for, for getting out of that, but it is, it's understandable to have these hangups and anxiety around it, especially if you're on the ACE spectrum, in addition to all of this stuff, like yeah, just, it's okay to feel that anxiety and things. I think the more that you can find community or just people who understand where you're at, who have had similar experiences or identify similarly with their sexuality I think that helps you be like, oh, I'm not alone. Other people have worked through this stuff. This isn't, I'm not like this broken person and there's no language to describe this. Like it's out there. It's just, a, it's a rarer thing. And it's only recently, relatively recently that that language has been available to, to be able to describe these things and better understand yourself. Yeah. Um, so like I was saying before, just just put that energy into trying to find that community and find people who understand you and can help you work through this stuff. And then maybe you meet one of those people and something happens. But you, you got to start somewhere. So, I just i keep looking for that just way to describe your identity. I love it. And again, a salute for escaping that bullshit, goddamn. Yeah. Nice work. All right, let's get let's get another one here. Let's get I'd love one. that. I'd love that. I, uh, I was so focused on that question. I didn't do my usual thing of queuing up another question. Let's <laughs> see. Hiya, you wonderful people.
0: Hello. Thank you. Hey, Hello.
1: Hey, thank you. I started listening to the show a while ago from your episode with Liam from Well, There's Your Problem. Shout Yay, out. Liam. I love Liam. Yay, Liam. And I've been binging them at work ever since. Greatly appreciate your thoughtful advice, as well as the weird-ass humor. I don't know what you're talking about. Very serious. <laughs> <I'm program>. familiar. <laughs> Sorry, this is a bit of a complicated one. I'll try to keep it concentrated. Uh, I'm Cassius, a 24-year-old non-binary trans man, trying to get phalloplasty currently, and there's a lot of moving parts that stress me out and keep me paralyzed, unable to take the next steps. I have ADHD, horrible social anxiety, and a new fun OCD diagnosis, all of which make an already frustrating medical system even worse to navigate. My therapist happens to take care of a lot of rec letters for trans surgery that I get free. I can't afford another one, Uh, but she is not particularly knowledgeable. She keeps thinking I want trans femme surgery because I pass so well, so she forgets I don't have a dick. Mm. Literally something she said. Oh, God. Oh, no. How might might you try to manage a big project like this that does not play well with this mental illness shit? My parents thankfully offered to pay for anything I can't cover, but it's still an enormous thing to deal with. Mm. I also want to figure out strategies for my relationships through this. I tend to close off when I am distressed or in pain. While I've been working on this, a bunch of complicated surgeries is inevitably going to strain me from two different angles. I'm in an LDR with my girlfriend of three years and my joy friend of one year officially moved in two months ago that we were unofficially living together closer to six. Uh, both are wonderfully supportive, but this is a really big challenge for our relationships and I want to be prepared to work through it with them. Any advice? Uh, last thing, sex is going to be limited for a while. So if you have ideas to get more creative with it while I'm recovering, throw them out there. Thanks for a wonderful show keep up the good work thank you for saying nice things to us we love you well i
2: have a i have a gas-powered wand that i think
0: is really gonna (laughs) work (laughs) wonders
1: (laughs) just open a window make sure you got proper ventilation you need that or or you know
2: wait wait 30 minutes and then open the window you know
1: (laughs) get get some fumes in there (laughs) get a little little funky with
2: with it get some space cake yeah so you
1: got you got <laughs> two main issues here it seems like you're trying to navigate the surgery but your therapist doesn't really understand trans stuff it sounds like mm-hmm. or specifically
0: uh, doesn't really understand you because yeah, you as yeah. you the way you, as you put it and they put it you pass so well they forget you don't have a
1: dick Yeah uh and then oh. I you would have to I you would have never, to remember that. I
2: would never I would never say that to another human being.
1: Like that is No That what is, what is a such a wild thing to say.
2: <laughs> Dear
1: Sorry, I, I lost my notes.
2: <laughs>
1: I, I did make stick, an admission. You know, I this. did
0: make an admission to a friend fairly recently. I was like, You passed so well I thought you were cis. Now that I have this information, that's locked in. I'm not gonna for- and I'm not your medical doctor. Yeah, I'm right. not gonna forget what you've got going on.
2: So you have two kidneys. Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> you, right. What? You just took one out. No, don't worry about it. Like it, oh god, that that's that's infuriating. I that's mean frustrating. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry to hear you're going through that because that is that is that just sounds like such a nightmare.
1: Especially from the person who's like supposed to be your support system through this, yeah. And you say they take care of a lot of rack letters for trans surgery. How how the fuck did they just? That's wild. How they whiff to that? Me. That's fucking wild to me. Mm-hmm. But for if I read this right, you're kind of stuck with this one because the like they're free with whatever kind of insurance setup or whatever you got. Mm. Um, I mean, could you have a conversation? Are you you know comfortable enough to be like? Hey, like this is, how do you even fucking approach this with a doctor? This is, this is very serious. This I need very you to fucked. know yeah. what I am dealing with uh, body wise because, and I want to get this surgery. I need you to understand where I'm at so you can get this rec letter. Like that just feels like a really fucking sloppy doctor here. Yeah. And I normally would just be like, go find another one. But if you're in a situation, you have to stick with this person. I think you got to have some kind of like direct conversation with them and just lay out: this is where I'm at, these are the parts that I have, this is the place I want to get to, these are the reasons why. Yeah. If they've written these letters for other people, like if they, you lay it out in front of them, like explain all of this stuff, and then be like, "Can I get a letter from this?" I would hope they're still not fucking confused in that in that time. But I think just having a clarifying conversation about this, even though you should not have to do that. Right. Just practically speaking, I think that's the move here.
0: Yeah.
2: And, you know, look, if that conversation does not go particularly well and you still have to stick with this doctor, um, you said that uh, you're 24 years old uh, and your parents are very supportive of this
1: yeah
2: have them make a phone call you know have them like come in and like fight on your behalf because sometimes doctors just won't take you seriously when you're young because they think oh well you know this person doesn't know what's best for them right Right. Hmm. and or or like oh well that's just like a a concern for younger generation but if somebody you know closer to their age will come in and like yell at them you know that might that might be very beneficial so that is just a tool in your toolkit i will not i'm not saying immediately go to that but like just keep mind if you if you need a backup uh they're in your corner so
1: that's a good point and that's a huge thing to have i'm sure you appreciate this but like i'm extremely happy for you that you have supportive parents like that incredible Mm -hmm. so definitely lean on them if you need to if i can explain if you're comfortable with it explain so what's going on maybe you could switch therapists if they got the means to make that happen um but just in, in whatever way, here, like make sure you are being completely understood because that is it. That's fucking crazy, That's infuriating, fucking, fucking crazy,
0: infuriating. But it is, uh, it,
1: you know, it is something you can figure out, uh, and, and you will figure that. So sorry you're having to go through all this hassle for that.
0: Uh, I would like to tell a brief story about me getting my rec letter for my orchiectomy. What uh, you got? And then get into the fun stuff, the how to fuck <laughs> when surgery has happened.
1: How to fuck okay. when surgery. <laughs>
0: when when the rainbow is enough, yes. <laughs> so I um I had uh I have a, a, a GP who is very supportive and good and amazing and has just done the world for me. Um and she wrote the rec letter pretty much instantly she was like this person has exhibited gender dysphoria in uh, a number of ways and has felt this way for a very long time and feels that orchiectomy is the next step for their transition ergo i recommend this surgery for this person however you have to have a mental health uh, person write a second letter to corroborate that you are not insane and that you do not want to have your uh, genitals, uh, modified because of, uh, mental illness. It's transmedicalism and it kind of sucks. Uh, but I went to my nurse practitioner and was like, Hey, I need you to write a rec letter for this physician to perform an orchiectomy. And she had never clearly never done that before. She had no idea what that was. How do you I spell had to, ex- that? yeah, how do you spell that? <laughs> I had to explain the whole process to her. And she finally said at one point, like she agreed to write the letter. We drafted it together. Like she had me work on the draft with her, which I thought was
1: maybe inappropriate.
0: (laughs) Uh, But then she fucking goes, wow. And they won't let women get hysterectomies. What? And I was like, We're not talking about that right now. This is about what I need from you as a fucking medical professional, and we're talking about the politics of what, what, why are we talking about that? I felt so fucking fucking weird about that.
2: Please sign the papers so I don't stab you in the eye with
0: the (laughs) pen. Yeah. Yeah, so that this can we please be done? lord God that's awful audrey i'm so sorry That's it sucked yeah January. it sucked that's, really fucking bad on top um, of all
1: the other just challenges of navigating all that stuff just having to deal with bizarre interpersonal shit and unprofessionalism like that yeah it's crazy wow this orchiectomy is really making me think of the israel palestine situation <laughs> huh? You got any thoughts on that before we <laughs> sign off on this what the fuck are you talking about
2: you're like looking all around the offices for clues. <laughs> like, is there a Trump flag? Like, is there.
1: <laughs> right. The f- how, do you, how, how do I get you to sign the paper and shut the fuck up? Oh, they what, started it right in Tel do?
2: Aviv. I mean, that could mean either. I don't
0: know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right. yeah so um, that's my experience with it i hope that you do a little better with your second recommendation letter which wait actually i don't think you need it because the ada waived the second letter you don't need hey yeah, oh, small victories small victory you don't have to have the mental health letter you just have to have the medical doctor say this will be assistive in medical transition
1: Hell yeah great
0: pretty sick um which means I didn't have to do that thing that was
1: humiliating and awful. Um, yeah, that's yeah, a good good story for the show out of it, though.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah, there's
1: an upside to having an awful experience. <laughs>
0: See, Donovan, that's what I do for content for the show. That's the thing that the the I mill. did for content. You gotta throw it in the mill, baby. <laughs> you gotta throw it right in that mill. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to talking about the fun thing real quick before we get out of here. Yeah. What i don't know how much do? of a bottom you are at any time but the back door is still open if fucking things are if things are moving forward i think the back door might still be open so if you're open to bottoming uh, uh, uh anally perhaps that's something that's available i'm not exactly sure how invasive uh, phalloplasty surgery is i know woefully little about it um oh,
1: recovery time and all that. yeah stuff. i don't know
0: about that stuff uh, mm. You could probably also uh, give uh, head to people that yeah. you like. And yeah. th- I think they would appreciate that. I know I like receiving that. And, so. and also
2: one nemesis. You only get one, though. <laughs> you can only give head to one <laughs> arch enemy.
1: Make it count. You can make it count. Jimmy Carter, I'm coming <laughs> for you. <laughs> I'm just building this house.
2: <laughs> to Jimmy Carter. Nice. I've never tried a Jimmy Carter. How was that? We don't know.
0: 90, 96 and you attach to his crotch like a lamp ray. <laughs> He'd
2: disintegrate.
1: He would, yeah. he would explode into dust like Thanos had snapped his glove. <laughs> That's a load-bearing <laughs> penis for sure. he falling fall apart. That's the last nail in the coffin. <laughs>
0: Oh, you fucking killed the call, (laughs) Donovan. Load bearing penis was very strong. Oh, but I think the
2: I I want that on my tombstone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think backdoor stuff and giving stuff is your is your best bet here. That's your friend. Yeah, and just you know, you can have other kinds of intimacy as we were talking about earlier. Just get some fucking cuds in there. Just
0: fucking emotion, like open up emotionally with another person for an entire weekend and chain smoke in their bathroom it's good it's that's very good talking. that's yeah. what i'm talking Hell yeah.
1: about Well, you got these you got these two partners it yeah you're saying they're wonderfully supportive i just imagine you're like you know oh no i gotta do this how is it going to affect them they're going to be understanding about this they know it's going to take recovery time you want to like fully have the conversation just be like hey this is what i gonna be going through you know i'm not going to be able to do some sexual stuff for a while there's other things though like if if part of this is just you want to keep doing stuff i just have the conversation and be like i can still do these other things though right um but the way you're describing it it sounds like they're gonna they're gonna get this so just you know give them a sense of hey i'm gonna be recovering for this amount of time x y and z is gonna be new when we get back to doing this Mm -hmm. um hey maybe have some of those conversations about like What's sex going to look like after this surgery? What kind yeah. of things are you hoping for? What are you, what are you trying to explore and all of that? Get all that out of the way, and then you heal up, and then you you get you get rocking and rolling out the gate, baby. It's yeah. gonna be good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just tell them uh, wiener loading. <laughs> the load <laughs> the
1: load bar is not full on wiener, but we're gonna do, get there. Do one of those fun like copy pasta things or use the emojis to make like a loading 0% like the little bar and just give them like a little status bar update every day that's a good bit
2: there was a, ver- <laughs> a there was a very <laughs> formative pornography for me where there was a moment upon climax where the man screamed oh yeah dropping <laughs> loads <laughs>
1: And and every
2: time I hear loading, my brain involuntarily (laughs) screams at me.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Dropping loads.
0: Fuck.
1: (laughs) Fuck the the fuck was that porn actor?
0: (laughs) 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 That's poorly. That's poor work. He did not do a good job on that line. That's bad acting. It also
2: kind of sounded like the noise that the, um, what are the giant granite monsters in Mario 64? The thwomps, the, Uh, those guys, it it (laughs) kind of sounds like
1: the sound (laughs) they make.
0: A Mario 64 thwomp. Yeah. Uh,
1: Uh, One uh, one of the greatest pornographic actors of our time, thwomp, (laughs) shouts out, friend of the show. He'll pound you. It, he he will, will pound you, yeah, you know.
0: if you are do not move quickly underneath him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and sometimes you can jump on top of him and just walk right, right over, but in other games you can't. So like make sure you're checking for spikes or whatever the difference is. I can mm-hmm. really yep, get yep, this straight. Yep. You got to be careful jump Sometimes Z. you can touch him.
0: Jump Z when he's laying face down. <laughs> jump,
2: jump Z? Jump Z. Yeah,
0: so in Super Mario 64 <laughs> yes. when you, would, the if you could jump yeah. if you would jump and then you hit the Z button you do the butt slam oh you do the flippy butt slam um yeah.
1: i believe it's called a ground pound audrey <laughs> I you didn't know that. what button it was <laughs> oh, listen i only know the buttons by feel because i'm a true gamer i don't i don't even think about what the buttons are called i just call that the, the little trigger on the back yeah oh.
0: yeah that's way more pithy than z
1: button the little trigger on the bag. <laughs> That's what we call it in the Mario community. Yeah. All right. Thank you for your question and AJ, thank you for joining us for this extendo mode episode. Woo-hoo! We're giving you a round of applause. The crowd's going wild. Hickey's doing a celebratory stuff in her head and a, and a lampshade in the other room. That's her way of thanking you. (laughs) Where can the people find
2: you? Where do you got to plug? Yeah. uh, So I co-host a podcast called the worst of all possible worlds. We do weekly case studies in the pop culture of a dying empire. Uh, If folks of this show, I want to get a nice onboarding to our show. We did a uh, wonderful little session uh, with a show called uh, Fireproof that uh, both Andre (laughs) and Dono uh, guest starred on. What a nightmare that movie was, but what a wonderful episode. I think that ended up being true, Um, but yeah, uh, you can, uh, we have a whole back catalog and go listen to us there. Uh, A thing that I always plug every time I go on any podcast in the hopes that maybe one person someday will watch it is during the pandemic. I uh, adapted the Island of Dr. Moreau into animal crossing. (laughs) Uh, And I, I, uh, I turned it into a series of Instagram stories that might be artistically one of the greatest things I've ever made. It's called animal crossing lost, lost horizons. And you can find that on my Instagram at the fuzzy masked man. I am also on Twitter for as long as it lasts uh, at the Fuzzy Mask, and then I am on Blueski as well uh, at uh, at the Fuzzy Mask, I believe. On Blueski. you can find me uh, if you look for AJ Diddy with the periods in the name. Um, but I just want to say thank you so much for having me, the two of you. I, I I I got very mushy about your show when you were on our show, but I want to get mushy again because i've had half a beer but i just i genuinely feel that had 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 i been had y'all been around when i was in my early 20s i think i would have figured out so much shit so much faster and i'm just i'm so thankful that you two are around to give today's 20 somethings or like people who are lost or questioning um an outlet for sex positivity and for uh just honestly just amazing relationship advice so thank you for having me on uh it is an absolute
0: joy and i think the world of you both damn i'm genuinely like teared up like (laughs) that's fucked up (laughs) that's fucked up that you would come on my show and do this to me you come into my house (laughs) you bring the salty tears to my eyes no
1: (laughs) not today That <laughs> no, means a lot to us. Thank uh, you really genuinely for thank that.
0: you for saying that. I I sincerely hope that you're right. Yeah. Uh me too. Um
2: also uh I was wondering um if I could get a radio free tote bag because I know that I invented them being ira glass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We still gotta make. We still gotta get the pa- the bags made. We gotta it's get a distributor and, and get some years. fucking bags made after five it's and a half
1: years. The, it's the most slam dunk of a merch item you in history. You gotta and do it. What's going on? About it. I'll be the first about it. I'll
2: be the first person to buy one. I swear to God. Oh, there's I a be first get in line, motherfucker. Right. There is a right. line. There's already a li- oh, people <laughs> have chairs. They're sitting out in chairs. They've been camping <laughs> out for <laughs> years.
1: For four years, <laughs> they have been outside the Best Buy. Mm. it's deranged ah. um, no thank you and and lovely being on y'all's show too we had an extremely Genuine good lame. time if please come back anytime us, <laughs> we would love to if you listen to us and you like us go check out the worst of all possible worlds that is a banger episode we get into some relationship stuff with that one because of the topic of that horrific film uh, so go check them out give them a listen if you haven't alright what else do we do at the end here? Oh, hey, weed. you yeah. you heard you heard from your old pal, Weed, uh, weed dono earlier. Oh, what a what a character, am I right?
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, but like, but like they were saying, we got a Patreon where you can get bonus episodes each week, uh $5 a month, you get that bonus episode, you get access to all the ones in the backlog. You get access to the Discord. We'll send you a sticker. The perks abound. But for $10 a month, you get all of that and we will read your name In lights at the end of each main episode. Audrey, who are we reading? Wait, who are we shouting out first?
0: We begin as we do with Anthony Lindbergh.
1: And, uh, literally every time. I got a new monitor and it makes everything really fucking tiny. I'm just so glad they changed the the resolution. I tried. I'm just so
2: glad they found the Lindbergh baby and he's he's giving (laughs) money to to your show.
1: We follow that up with our beloved day one Bart. How do I not remember? How not I not remember? remember that's this?
0: the second one at God. this point in God. our show's history. Hey. Up next, we shout out Donovan's father,
1: Bruce. Hey. Hey. What's poppin'? We're shouting out our good friend Dylan. Thanks for coming on the show last week. It was good to see you.
0: It was such a good episode. Uh, thank you so much to Gigi for joining us at the $10 a month level. We're shouting
1: out K friggin' money. Up next, we shout out Mall Creata. We're shouting out Mick Proletariat. I like James. We're to gonna shout it. out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, that might be a new one.
0: Uh, we're gonna shout out Mickey Flykick.
1: We're shouting
0: out Rico Suave. Mm-hmm. Up next, we shout out our good friend Riley.
1: We're shouting out from episode six. It's our good friend Ryan, Rich Homie, Click Clack. Yellow Rose of Totland.
0: I think Whoa. that was back when our episodes were still just entitled Radio Free Topag episode number six.
1: Yeah, that was back before they invented names. That was a
0: crazy <laughs> era. <laughs> Up next, uh, we're gonna shout out Spreadable Fruit. We're shouting out Super Deformed. From part and partially from this episode, we're gonna shout out the worst of all possible
1: worlds. Hey. Yay. <laughs> Bum, 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 bum. We're shouting out Top 10 Tip Mouse. Tweet. Up next, we're going to shout
0: out Wendy because everyone knows it's Wendy.
1: And finally, last but not least, we're shouting out Ren. Also, Tweet Tweet. Tweet Tweet. Uh
0: tweet, tweet. thank Thank you so much for joining us at the $10 a month level. You truly are. The wind the beneath wind our wings. The wind beneath our wings. The wind.
1: The wind. I'm trying to...
0: The wind, the wind beneath our wings. Three. Two, one, the, the wind way beneath,
1: beneath our wings. beneath our wings. <laughs> <laughs> get fucked. Okay. <laughs> it's
0: honestly All a pretty right. good
2: sign off, honestly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if I changed? <laughs> I love you, thanks, bye. To to get, get fucked. fucked.
1: <laughs> but it's like in a fun way, because it it's it a, like a fun theme. It's a fun theme. We want you to on get theme. fucked.
0: Oh, my God. I did the intro song It's Horn Filters, the love theme from RFTB. You can find it and more songs like it at SoundCloud.com RFTB, including a rework that I am doing of a previous sign-off song for the Patreon called 2001 A Rave Experiment. Uh, oh, hell yeah. I'm reworking it. It's going to be fire. I'm off work tomorrow, so I have plenty of time to fucking do it. So get ready for that shit. Uh, coming up here in a second. I'm gonna get right up on this microphone as I have a tendency to do, and I'm going to say I love you. Thanks, bye. Get
3: (laughs) (laughs) fucked!